Shalom, hello, and welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead. In our journey into the subject of prayer, as it is presented through Torah, we have come to an understanding that prayer is most effective when it carries the sound of heaven. We've also seen that this comes about when we allow the meditations of our heart to be focused upon the language of God's word. This implies connection, which we have also seen seen through the function of the Hebrew word for prayer, tefillah, the desire to connect with one another through the way we talk. The function of prayer, therefore, is to connect us to the source of our breath, the origin of our nefesh, the neshama of the Holy One, Blessed is he, HaKodesh Baruch Hu. We've also seen through the narrative of Yitzhak and Rivka that prayer connects the hearts of people together as they give a unified voice to the longing of their hearts. Again, connection of breath as an ultimate expression of nefesh, our souls. Prayer builds relationship between us and Hashem, between each other. The key is finding our voice in connection because we agree with the heart's intent. After all, our desire is to connect with the heart of our Creator. This is something that we all do in our prayer as we cry out our deepest heart's desire that He would reveal more of Himself to us. Prayer is the language of connection. Therefore, language must expand and increase so that our capacity to connect deepens and increases. One of the most challenging aspects, therefore, about prayer is the capacity of our hearts to embrace more than just ourselves or those closest to us. How do we increase our capacity to pray, connect, with the hearts of our community, our city, even a nation. To begin to wrestle with this idea, I would like to turn our attention to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, our teacher, and a hugely profound verse that we find in Sefer Shemot, the book of Exodus, chapter 30, verse 10, which culminates in a breathtaking act, which begins in verse 11. Firstly, however, let's give ourselves some context. Chapter 32 of Sefer Shemot details the episode of the Golden Calf. The text explains that having perceived that Moshe was not returning from the environment above Sinai, they forced Aharon to craft a new intermediary for them. This resulted in the Golden Calf. So chapter 32 verse 7 records the beginning of the interaction between Hashem and Moshe while Moshe was still in the place of the eternal receiving instruction about the mitzvahs from Hashem. So we read beginning in verse 7 of chapter 32 in the book of Shemot, the book of Exodus. Vaidabir Hashem el Moshe, Moshe and Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, Lech red ki shechet amecha. 
go to sin. For because corrupt, Amecha has your people become. That you brought up from the land Mitzrayim of Egypt. Verse 8. They have turned away quickly from the path. That I have commanded them. They have made Lachem for themselves. A calf that was cast. Vayishtachavu, and they have prostrated law to it. Vayizbechu, and they have sacrificed law to it. Vayomir, Elei, and they said, Elei, herein, Elohecha, are your divine powers, O Yisrael. Arsherhei, Elucha, which brought you up, Me'eretz, Mitzrayim, from the land of Egypt. Vayomir Hashem el Moshe, and Hashem says to Moshe, Ra'iti et ha'am, I have seen this people, Chazei. Vachine, and indeed, am keshe, eref hu, a people that is stiff-necked, it is. Verse 10, Va'ata hanicha, and now release me. Vayichar and flare up a pea shall my anger vachem against them. Vayachalem and I shall annihilate them. Vayase and I shall make otecha you legoi godol into a nation. That is great. So, reading these verses, we need to have the perspective that every letter. Every word and phrase is placed by divine design. This helps us to see a remarkable pattern where Hashem positions Moshe to become a voice of prayer for a nation. So let's look at the language that Hashem uses in verse 7. What does he say? He says, Ki shichet amcha, for corrupted have become your people, Amecha, your people, Asher Heelet, that you brought up, Me'eretz Mitzrayim, from the land of Egypt. So Hashem is directing and using terms of personal ownership to spark in Moshe a response. He is asking him, These are your people, you are one of them. How will you respond to this catastrophic error they have made? This becomes even more evident by the words used in verse 10. What does it say there? And now release me. And flare up shall my anger against them. Ve'achalem, and I shall annihilate them. Ve'a'ase, and I shall make otecha you, legoi gadol, into a nation. That is great. So there is a crucial moment in this verse, and it is this word, hanicha, release me. This uses the root verb, navach, release. And the verb presents here in this verse as a causative verb. Effectively, Hashem is saying to Moshe, the fate of your people 
is now in your hands. Hashem is looking to see how Moshe will intercede on behalf of his people. Will he respond in a way that causes Hashem to not be released to annihilate them? Or will he respond in saying, Hashem, you are the creator of heaven and earth. Do as you wish. So the way Torah presents this to us is so beautiful. As we realize that Hashem had full confidence in Moshe to be able to raise himself to the challenge and be the leader this people needed in this moment. A leader who had the capacity to hold an entire nation in his heart and respond with the language of heaven, the language of life. Moshe, of course, knew full well the severity of the situation. Hashem was not messing around. When he says something, he is not embellishing. Hashem was fully capable of carrying out his intention to potentially wipe out the whole nation. Because Moshe knows, he knows that Hashem is able to back up the words he uses. He's seen this displayed against the, the nation of Mitzrayim, against Egypt. When Hashem says that something will happen, it can and will happen. He is El Melech Ne'imon. He is the faithful king because he is able to do what he promises he will do. So this insight helps us to understand why verse 11 begins with such a strange yet adequate word. And that word is vaychal, which is translated as pleaded or implored. What does it say in the English? It says Moses, Moshe pleaded before the presence of Hashem, his God. Vaychal Moshe, Moshe pleaded, it panei Hashem Elochav, before the presence or before the face of Hashem, his God. So the root of this verb is chala and means to be weak. Now isn't that interesting? So the word that they translated here as pleaded or implored has the root meaning of to be weak. So every verb conjugation, except the one that we see here, has the connotation of weakness from exhaustion or sickness. If we had any doubts about the seriousness of this moment, this one word transports us into the weight of what it means to carry a nation's very survival. The way Moshe responds speaks to the heart of this Torah giant and teaches us how to see into the heart of what it means to converse with Hashem and connect to his heart. So the first thing Moshe does is engage with the attributes of mercy and judgments. So he pleads his case, or he begins to plead his case by addressing, and we see this in verse 11. What does it say here? It says, Hashem Elochav. So he pleads before the face of Hashem Elochav, the Lord his God, as it's often translated in the English. So Moshe understood that the actions 
of the people that Hashem had relayed to him were the observations of the absolute judge and governing authority. This is Elohim. Therefore, he needed to address not just the judge, but also the aspect of his relational mercy, which we find in the four-letter name of God, Hashem. So this comes out in the way he prays in verses 11 and 14. So there are four points that Moshe uses to appeal to Hashem. And before we look at these points, let's remind ourselves about the heart of Hashem that he had continually been expressing towards the B'nai Yisrael. See, verses 7 to 10 in chapter 32 here are not the words of a vengeful God. And we know this as did Moshe, because he had heard the language of heaven expressed in the four redemptions that we find in Shemot chapter 6, verses 6 to 7. What do they say? They say this, I shall take you out. I shall rescue you. I shall redeem you. I shall take you to me. And then this this amazing fifth redemption that comes in there, which speaks of the future as potential relationship, where he says, and you will know that I am Hashem, your Elohim. Isn't that amazing? So this is why Moshe addressed Hashem, his Elohim. So we see in from verse 11 to 13 here in chapter 32, the four points that Moshe uses to appeal to Hashem. So verse 11, the nation was Hashem. It was, it always has been, it always was to be. And were they to disappear, the loss would be his. This nation was designated by Hashem himself as the means to make his sovereignty known to the world. Verse 12, the Egyptians should not be given an opening to deride God's feet in liberating the Israel. And verse 13, the merit of the patriarchs and God's oath to them should be enough to save Israel. So the ultimate essence of the language of heaven is that it is a living witness of the timeless nature and character of Hashem. This is why Moshe uses the verb Zahar, remember, which we find in verse 13. What does he say? He says, Zahor, remember, Le Avraham, for the sake of Avraham, Le Yitzhach of Yitzhak, Ul Yisrael, and of Yisrael, Avadecha, your servants, Arshir Nishbata, that you swore him to them, Bach, by your very self. Vatabir, and you said Alechem to them. Arbe, I shall increase it, Zar Achem, your offspring, Kiko, Cheve, like the stars, Hashemayim of heaven, Vechol, Aretz. Chazut and this entire land I share, which Amarti I spoke at ten, I shall give Lezar Achem to your offspring, Venachalu Leolam, and they shall have it as an heritage forever. So, what is Moshe doing here? Moshe is activating the living witness 
of the memorial of Hashem's interaction with these three patriarchs. Where have we seen this before? We have seen this in the way the patriarchs themselves spoke with Hashem. All they're doing is reflecting back to heaven the sound of heaven, the voice of heaven. Prayer is the fusion of heaven and earth, the connection of hearts, both human and divine. Moshe shows us that our hearts have the potential to carry nations. All we need to do is allow the language of heaven to bring us into the living witness of the breath of Hashem and his continual interaction with all of us. Shalom, shalom.